cliffcentral.com. All right, George Meany's here. Hooray. Hey, George, Gareth change of subject. <laughs> that was fascinating. It is fascinating. And nobody talks about this stuff. So no. I'm proud that we are breaking the barriers and addressing these things because, I mean, it needs to be discussed. Well, I mean, uh, for, at, for full disclosure, I, I once uh, took a sitz bath um, because yeah. uh, um, I had a constipation problem. And what it caused was a problem in, you know, your uh, – sure, I you, think what happened was your rectum kind of like expands too much Oh, or my God, George. <laughs> Did you? Did it give you relief? It the did. sitz bath. It, did. it does work. You didn't know about it a sitz bath. I didn't I, know about a sitz bath I, I until today. I didn't even know about those heels and positions that you have to be squatting. See, so. <laughs> learn something new every day. Well, here he is. He's in studio with all of us. We are actually all in studio this morning. I know, morning. right? Very cool. Uh, Simpiwe and George and I are going to get into some of the stuff that George tells us about every week. Yes. And you can find out more about all of this. And sometimes they have really, really interesting episodes, even with guests every other week. On the Auto Trader podcast, so don't miss that. New episodes every single week. Mm-hmm. But what do you got for us today? Parking. So, uh, um, how much does it cost to park in South Africa versus the rest of the world? Uh, do you think our parking is more expensive? Well, I think so. I mean, I know the answer to the question. So, I think so. We we pay far too much for that one hour, Gareth. Six ten rand. Okay, so I have two examples of just this week. Last night, I went for a birthday dinner type thing in Santon at the mark mm-hmm. expensive 20 rand I think it was how many for, hours I was only there for two and a half hours okay. okay that's too much then I went to the gym on Thursday much more of a sort of student area I was in the gym for maybe an hour and 15 minutes but they give you two hours free oh so I paid zero on the one hand and, and on the other hand 20 rand and I don't know. There's some places that overcharge because the property is owned usually by, you know, one of these big, uh, one of of those big companies and they charge because that's the only income they get besides the rentals. Yeah. And they, they want to punish the consumer. I don't think you should have to pay those, those high prices. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what happened in shopping centers, uh, over the last 10 years, but there used to be a dual option where you could choose to do, take free parking, which meant you had to park in the sun, um, most of the time, or you could choose undercover parking, which you had to pay for. I think yeah. uh, from what I see, most shopping centers have gone full paid. You don't. You, you, there's no free option anymore. I mean, yeah. Eastgate Shopping Center, uh, I don't think there's free parking. There's booms at the top uh, top level parking now. In other words, you have no option. You've got no option. You have a- to. And what's irritating about this is obviously some of them have now got a credit card machine yes. for the paying of the parking. But sometimes you have to have cash, which is such a pain in the – we've just been talking about backsides. But, yeah, that's that's a real problem. Um, so so um, I think it's Liberty, I'm not sure, has uh, implemented this app called Admit which I yeah, use, I admit, yeah. Um, and uh, in many of the shopping centres around uh, around Joburg, you don't even have to open your window, take a ticket, nothing. It just uh, it just bills you. But that is a recipe for increasing parking fees because you won't care. You know, it'll just go off your credit card, but you only see it at the end of the month. Um, uh, and uh, so, so you won't really see the six rand that you go in there for for twenty minutes uh, get yeah. charged or, or or something like that. But a lot, of, a lot of places will give you the first half hour or hour free. Yes, and they should. Yeah, uh, if you want to just quickly pop in and out, I think yeah, that's why should a good that idea. cost you a whole bunch of money? So uh, it turns out that uh, the average parking fees in South Africa are about twenty three rand. 
So your 20-odd wasn't bad. 23 ran for a two-hour park. Uh, Annette says, try parking in Sydney, $250. That's a lot of money. And then Derek says, Annette, I feel if you are parking in Sydney, she has the right to charge whatever she wants. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's just be clear. Corona's Boring says, a motorbike equals free parking whenever. Oh, well, yeah, no, I suppose you could. Um, you know, you just stand the bike somewhere and the booms have gaps, so don't do that. But, but um, how do we compare with the rest of the world? So we, we rank 38th on the list of uh, uh, world ranking parking fees by yeah. a company called uh, Parkopedia Global Parking Index. There is an actual index. Yeah. Um, and uh, they analyze or, or research 90 million parking spaces across 20,000 countries, uh, sorry, 20,000 cities in 90 countries, um, and a two Two-hour parking cost in South Africa is on average 23 rand, whereas Australia, for instance, which tops the list, 330 rand for two hours. Well, I know, for example, I'm going to the airport now. That's going to cost. Oh, no, the airport's expensive. expensive. Let me tell you a bad story. I uh, – or a um, – it was my stupidity, but um, I went to the airport. It was just after lockdown opened up. Airport uh, AXA Joburg opened up the, I think it's level two, um, to drop and go. So you don't have to go to the top. You can go through level two, which mm. gives you 30 minutes of uh, free parking to okay. go and pick somebody up. I was doing a, a, a business trip. I went and I parked. On level two, which I usually did for the last 10 years, I parked on level two. Right. Because otherwise I'd lose my car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. That's you, you find a place you know. Yes. Right. I park there. Right. I parked on level two. Uh, you know, I'm the kind of person that slides into the airplane when it, uh, uh, when it's about to take off. No. I don't like sitting in the airport. No. I leave my car there. I go on a, a business trip for, I think it was three days. I come back. Uh, 5,000 rand parking. What? Ooh, Jesus. Did you fight with them? Yep. You're bloody well down better. to the parking management. Like, you know, how many days? Three. No. So five yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, I went down to the parking management and and I said to them, um, "No, this this can't be. No, but you parked in the short term parking for picking up passengers." I said, "But I've always parked in level two. Didn't you see the signs?" I said, "No, I didn't see the signs. Signs were there, so that's why it was my fault." Um, and uh, and they wouldn't let me off this, eh? Please I tell me you to, didn't have to pay that. I had to pay it. I You're couldn't, joking. could not get my Five car out. Thou. Yep. Yep. George. Oh, that's so much money. That is a, that's <laughs> absolutely disgusting. I sent them an email afterwards. I complained. I did all that stuff. Well, uh, they should be ashamed of themselves. Sure. It I mean, a lot expensive. of people wouldn't be able to pay that yep. and would end up having to leave their car there. And then what happens? And then what happens? Like, what's the plan after that? Exactly. Idiots. Yeah. That so, makes me so angry. So, uh, so, right. so that, I mean, that, that is, a, that is an anomaly, but, uh, New York parking, 743 rand for two hours. Mm. Yeah, this is steep. Mm. It's steep, steep, steep. So that's Parkopedia. Um, um, and then, uh, my, and then the next, uh, the next thing is, do you ever eat in your car? Yeah, a lot yes. of people do. Lots of people do. I, I will say this. When I first got my car, the first two months, I was like, no one's eating. Mm-hmm. No one's eating. And then you broke one day, door. You just like you're so hungry that drive through and you yeah and then there's tickets. 
So how do you, uh, you know, I mean, I look at, I look at some people's cars and it's just an absolute mess inside. You see McDonald's back. That's gross. And, yeah. oh, no, 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 and no, it no. smells but, horrible too. Yes, we, we don't do that. So my grand is banned from eating from my car because she'll leave crumbs <laughs> and whatnot. So also there's certain people where you're like, not you, you, I can't. You're a you mess. Can't. Yes. <laughs> right. So how do you, how do you stop the mess from accumulating in your car? You, uh, um, you, you, you use this rule called leave no trace. Apparently this is a thing around the world, this leave no trace. If you Google it, it's, it's actually a thing. P- camping, people that do camping, uh, uh, do, uh, are road trippers, um, they use this rule called leave no trace, which is, uh, um, um, which is kind of rules that you set for yourself when you get out the car, take the junk out with you. Um, oh, I, um, I like that. I don't love to leave a mess in the car, but uh, sometimes, I mean, you, you eat, you know what really bothers me is like the, the, the sauces and the, you, there's some yes. food you should not eat in a, in yes. a car. Like, like a pie. A pie or a burger. You can't eat those things while you're driving. I'm sorry. People think they can, but they inevitably mess on their clothes mm. or mess on the seats mm. or mess on the floor. Or It's going to be a mess. So so this leave no trace principle also uh, speaks to, to what you're saying is um, eat foods that have neutral colors, which I don't know if it's possible, but how do you eat foods that have neutral colors? So if you eat a hamburger and there's lots of colored sauces and stuff, mm. that's going to cause the biggest mess in your car right. and the biggest smells in your car. No, for sure. so, so there is a real thing called leave no trace, but right. uh, I don't think you need to go that far to keep your car clean if you ask me. Okay. Um, and then VW, you know, every uh, car maker is going on this electric vehicle drive. Right. Um, they have made a um, – uh, an electric office chair, oh, yeah. which um, um, let me see if I can uh, I can paste it to you. Uh, there we go. They've made an electric office chair. Okay. Um, because picture. I don't know if uh, if 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 they you know if they've got too much time on their hands, but um, the VW engineers on the commercial side have made this electric office chair, and um, um, and this thing can do twelve miles per hour. What is that? About twenty kilometers an hour. Yeah, so this this is a thing where you just buy it and then you drive, ride it around on the office floor. Well, they've only made a one-off, so it's not for sale. Um, oh. So the, the engineers at VW made this electric office chair, and uh, the thing can do twelve miles per hour, can do seven point four miles of range, um, and uh, and and the uh, you know they say that probably not very good at like off-road. No, no, tiny this is little for, wheels. This is this is for getting away from your colleagues or uh, you know getting to the getting to the toilet quickly. Okay. Get, get to the toilet quickly. Yeah, you have bigger problems if you need this. And it's got lights on it. Oh, and it's got wow. lights. You can steer it. And it's got a seat belt just in case you fall so- out at speed. That's <laughs> ridiculous. So the engineers at VW obviously have uh, a lot of time on their hands making it. Yeah, far too much fun at work. Like, what? Okay. Uh, and then finally, a very interesting thing Hyundai. So, uh, let me explain. Nobody's ever said that line. A very interesting thing. Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai, the car maker. Right. So, um, um, seatbelts. Seatbelts have an inherent problem in that the, the, the waist strap or mm-hmm. the, uh, the strap around your, your waist has to or supposed to be around your hips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's where it restrains you. And then there's this, this phenomenal called submarining or submarine where the strap moves up into your stomach area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rectum, submarine. Um, um, so it moves into your stomach area. Apparently, if you have a car accident with the, with the lap strap, that's what it's called, lap strap around your stomach, can cause internal organ damage. 
Your bangani, yo. Mm. So make sure that the seatbelt, if you've got a big tummy, you've got no problem because it can't come up over your. Uh, okay. So if you've got, if you've got a, a boop, a boop, you're okay. okay. You're okay. okay. So underneath, over your, uh, of your hips. But the, the thing is, because of this submarining problem, Hyundai has done research and they've now decided to make a crotch airbag. What? <laughs> yeah, really? Yes. All right. It's a real thing because all airbags uh, right now in cars, which are mandatory, the front airbags are mandatory in all cars. Mm-hmm. The front airbag um, protects your head. The side airbags protect your head. Um, um, so now they've realized that there is actually a problem with your um, torso moving forward in a car accident. Yeah. So how do you stop that with a seatbelt moving into the submarining area causing internal organ damage? Crotch airbag. Okay, well… You've taught me another thing. Sure. We thought we'd learnt a lot about the sit spot. <laughs> now we know about a, a crutch airbag as well. Listen, if you haven't learned stuff from this morning, you weren't listening. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. Have an excellent Friday. We will see you on Monday, 6 a.m., bright and early. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.